The KCLR Daily. On air, online and on smart speaker. This is the KCLR Daily. I'm Carol Dooley in for Brian Redmond and very shortly we'll be speaking with Pat Crotty who is the owner of Paris, Texas. He is also the CEO of the Vintners Federation of Ireland and recently you might be aware that the newly formed Taxis for Ireland Coalition have called on government to address the taxi supply shortage. In fact, when I say recently, when you think about it, there seems to have been a a shortage in supply of taxis for quite some time now. Six organisations from the tourism, hospitality and enterprise sectors have come together to form this coalition to address the ongoing negative impact that the shortage of taxis is having on Irish businesses, the local economy and members of the public as well. Seven out of ten Irish people report difficulties getting home from socialising in their local area. And obviously we're coming into Christmas, so, well, people will want more taxis. Well, Pat Crotty's on the phone with us now. Pat, thanks for taking the time to chat with us this afternoon. I mean, as I said there, you know, this has been a, a an issue that seems to have been going on for quite some time, the shortage of taxis. And it's obviously getting worse. Um, I have to agree with exactly what you said. That's why we're doing what we're doing now. Each of the different bodies have been going to government and talking to ministers when we can about the issue. And we've been making no headway. So we decided that we would get together as a group to try to try and, and get a bit of response. So what kind of response are you looking for? And why are we having to tackle this in the first place? What is what is the problem? And I'm sure it is a problem too. When you look at, look at what happened in Dublin a couple of weeks ago, there are a lot of taxi drivers who are understandably saying, in Dublin anyway, we are not going out there after after dark because we don't feel safe. Yeah, well, that that's quite possibly the case. But I mean, from from the point of view of the VFI, we're not particularly thinking about Dublin. We can't ignore it; it's part of the group. But our members are all around the country, and they're and they're at country crossroads, and they're in small villages and small towns, and even up to the to bigger cities, Cork and Limerick. And the issue is the same everywhere. There isn't a taxi to be had uh, at the times you need, and the days or nights that you need, and and. This is not based on anecdotal stuff. We have all surveyed, we have all done surveys in the last six months to all give you customer sentiment, member sentiment, every kind of sentiment, even in some cases, taxi driver sentiment. And uh, and everyone has agreed there is an issue. And that's what we're trying to achieve now is to get government to at least agree that with us. But the why is there, well, sorry, Pat, why is there an issue yeah. though? Is it that there there just aren't enough taxi drivers, or you know, are 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 men and women not actually getting into the industry anymore? They don't want to be taxi drivers, or or what's what's going on? Well, it's it's quite possible that that like lots of industries, including the hospitality industry, getting staff, getting people to do all the various jobs isn't at the level that it was pre-COVID. So there could be a shortage of taxi drivers. There could be a shortage of taxis, but it isn't our job to decide that. The government has a taxi regulator. The taxi regulator is telling government we have enough taxis, that we have more taxis per capita than London. Now, try telling that to someone who's standing in a queue for a taxi, uh, whether it be in the middle of the day or the middle of the night, they could have their shopping with them or wanting to go home after after working uh, in a hotel or a pub or something, and, and there is no taxi to be had. Statistics don't matter to them. Getting home is what matters to them. Yeah. And at the minute, we have people making decisions not to go out at all because of the hassle they're going to have to get home again.
And, and part of the problem too is it that isn't it that uh, well in my experience that even if you if you book a taxi, there's no guarantee it's actually going to turn up. Correct, none at all. Yeah, uh, it, it's an extraordinary situation, and you know, the, the, and and one of the funny things is that if when you um, go onto the taxi regulator's website, you can actually complain about the fact that a, ta- a booked taxi didn't turn up. But you can't. There's no facility in their complaint section to complain about there not being a taxi, that there wasn't even one to book. So in order, that would, if they if they recorded that, they would have some sense of the, what the shortage of taxis is. So so in effect, they don't have any understanding of of the shortage because they're not even counting it. Well, you know, the one way for them to get some um, perspective on the whole thing is to go out on the street and actually try and find a taxi for themselves because then they find out very quickly, actually, that there is an issue. It's kind of difficult for me to, to get my head around this, that there seems to be, I mean, same, you know, getting my head around it, there seems to be some heads being put into the into the sand here because I think it's obvious to, to anybody that there is an issue with regards to the number of, of taxis. And you're saying that we have a taxi regulator. So what can the government actually do, Pat, to to address this and not only address it, but, you know, get some resolution? Yeah, I said the first thing with most problems is let's agree we have a problem. If we have, a, if we agree that much, then we have people's heads in the right space to find a solution. And there could be various and different solutions. Um, I mean, in places where there are um, bus services, it's quite possible that on busy nights of the week or uh, busy days or peak times in days that you could have more services. So you, you can find ways and means of getting people to and from places and events quicker and easier in a way that will cause them to, to be happy about it. So it isn't all about taxis. There could be lots of different solutions. I mean, the, the, it is not for us to tell the government how to run the country. If we were all sitting around the table, we could have a view with them. But they say the first thing is get them to agree there's a problem and agree that, that it is Irish people who are being left standing on the street, the people they're supposed to be looking after. And the, I would imagine the taxi regulator should have a brief for the public as well, not just for the taxi drivers and be saying, we have enough taxis. And in fact, if you want to get a taxi licence, you can. But the bar is very high to even get into the taxi business. Is it? Is it really? It is, yeah. Well, every new taxi must be wheelchair accessible. So it isn't a matter of just um, getting a car with an NCT and going out on the road. Every new taxi licence must have a, a an accessible vehicle. So that even though we have we have lots of, of, of cars out there already that are fully accessible, no, nobody can get into the business now without that. So in other words, that makes the cost of entry for someone uh, thinking about doing it as a very high bar in terms of cost. And particularly if someone wanted to get in to maybe just work the, the busy hours where we know where they can identify and we can all identify that there are shortages. Um, that you wouldn't get a return on that investment, so it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense. In other words, government has to realise what are the elements of the problem as well, and and decide to deal with those. I think one of the other things that perhaps we should look at too is public transport in this country, because we don't have a great public transport system, and if that could be looked at, and maybe something done to to increase you know, the regularity of, of, of buses and, and trains and all the rest of it, then actually that would have a very positive effect. But you can't rely on public transport in this country either. So there seems to be a wider issue here as well. It's not just taxis, particularly no, down the country. Look, 
Yeah, even if you think about the middle of the day, never mind the, at the end of the night, which is our interest in, in, in the pub trade, for, for, for people who live in rural areas and want to go to another rural area. There's no public link. Yeah, yeah. It would be a pure fluke if you could go from point A to point B through the provision of a public bus service today. Some people are very lucky that, that the local links or whatever do that for them. But 99% of the people do not have that facility. It's a, it's a compromise. And it certainly, for the most part, isn't available at, at, at the hours that our members are looking for. And as a result, we have quite a few members around the country who, who do their day's work and their night's work. And when they serve the last pint, then they, they have to get in the car and start driving customers home. And they're happy to do it because it's helping to keep their business open. But it's not sustainable. Mm, no, absolutely. I see that. OK, so you've just recently, the newly formed Taxis for Ireland Coalition, you have just now written to the Taoiseach and the Minister for Transport. Uh, I would imagine it'll be maybe a bit of time before you get a response. Well, maybe not, actually. Maybe you'll hear a response this week, but certainly it'll be some time before anything concrete is done. But I hope that uh, will you keep us updated on this, Pat, and let us know what response you do get and where it might go or where you where you, where it is going to go from here. I mean, what, what are you hoping is the next step from this as a result of, of your well, writing the, to the government? The, the, the first step is for government to agree with us and with the people of Ireland that there is a problem and then to, and to say, and we're going to take steps to solve it. The steps will then become fairly self-evident, you'd imagine, that um, if we can figure out what are the hurdles, what are the problems, We'll find solutions, but at the minute, at the minute, if while they're saying there isn't a problem, um, then there's nobody, there's nobody going to address it for us and for the people of Ireland who are standing on the side of the street waiting for a taxi. Okay, all right. Well, Pat, keep us updated, please. Pat Crotty, CEO of the Vendors Federation of Ireland. Thank you very much for joining us on the show this afternoon. Thank you. The KCL or Daily on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to Fairgreen Shopping Centre Curlew, with a fantastic range of shops, food outlets, and a state-of-the-art IMC cinema. See fairgreen.ie. Vent calendar. Estate-